Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? Uh, we've uh, really triggered a lot of people with discussions about uh, electric vehicles and uh, Jeff the Jackwagon who called in with his totally inaccurate interpretation of what it's like to be an EV uh, owner uh, because as it turns out he's got a bunch of home charging stations he's got seven uh, charging stations in five minutes where he lives because he lives right next to the tesla uh, production facility or whatever it is out in nevada um and uh and completely misrepresented uh, uh, gas vehicles and the miles per gallon thing and everything so uh tanya wrote in and said i work for a fleet company and i have to get these cars fixed from time to time when teslas die it is the most pain in the ass thing to fix because you can't just tow it to a charging station you have to take it to a dealer. The towing fees are ridiculous, and good luck finding a Tesla dealer. Maybe it's different for people who own these cars, but for me, I've had enough time with these cars through my job to know I definitely don't want one. Yeah. We have uh, plenty of other uh, EV uh, emails that have come in. I'll look through them and see if we want to revisit it tomorrow. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, there's a couple things you saw during the commercial break if you were paying attention because we leave the cameras on. Sometimes we have the mics on. Uh, you saw that Brandon, Kyle, and I were not kidding. We really did order Del Taco. And <laughs> have started to scarf down. It yeah. smells like a Del Taco in here. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and, heaven. And, and perfect timing, too, because I was afraid it wasn't going to get here before I started the Mixed Pick Sports Show in 10 minutes. Oh. And that first segment that Steve Mickelson and I do lasts 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't want oh. my cold oh, no. Del Taco. You can't just eat in front of Steve <laughs> so and do it. Instead, I, that's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah. but instead, I'm just scarfing uh, it down. And then you also got to hear uh, in, in the main studio... Uh, Dawn has come up with a new use for the Mend Shot. Oh. So we have the Happiest Hour products, which are two-ounce liquid shots, and they're made with all-natural terpenes, plant extracts, and they extract the exact terpene that will target the thing that the shot is trying to accomplish, like the Wake Shot, which opens up your mind, all-natural energy boost, clears your mind. That's my favorite. Love those. Uh, the Calm Shot, perfect for anxiety. Had a dude wrote, write in earlier today, said, my, my, my girl has terrible anxiety. It balanced her out. Uh, and there's the intensify, which just intensifies whatever you're doing, partaking, sex, other things. And so there's the men's shot, which helps you recover from and or manage your pain. And we've had a lot of people say it's gotten rid of cramps, it's gotten rid of back pain, or it's modified that. Well, Dawn. <laughs> Dawn has a wart. A, yeah. Uh, on her foot. On my foot. And it's painful. It's so painful. I went to the doctor and they go to freeze it. I think it's an old lady one, but they say it's very common. A lot of people get them. I went barefoot somewhere I shouldn't have and you can pick up whatever. I think it's the HPV thing that it can get. It's very common. Whatever. And they sell products all over for you to deal with it. But I'm like, no, only old ladies get this. But it's so painful and you have to wait till it falls off mm -hmm. and so i'm like oh my god i wonder if the men's shot would take away that pain what you're supposed to do <laughs> sorry i'm eating del taco yeah. after they freeze it is you go home and you burn it off no that's what men do no. oh, do you have any more of those men's shots because i didn't stretch out my booty this morning and mm. it's like cramping up a little bit oh ow Good, yeah. Good for butt cramping, apparently. So I, I broke my toe yesterday falling down the stairs with uh, Sadie in my, my my puppy, Sadie, in my arms. And I took a men's shot on top of some ibuprofen this morning. And I've had I've had very little pain for the entire show. Wait, you actually, I thought it was a joke. You no. actually broke your oh, it's, toe? Oh, it's, it's huge. It's the pointer finger toe on my right no, foot. So it's, it's swollen up him? like he'd been, crazy. He's been lumbering around here like Frankenstein. Honestly, he oh. looks like he's walking normal to me when I've seen him. Yeah. Walk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like, usually do walk with a limp, though. Oh, Brando, did you go to the doctor? Oh, no, I don't need, they're not going to do anything. No, cast on no they don't do that. They can't do that. I know I have had experience with busted toes oh, before. They're not going to do anything for it. Get you a pimp cane. <laughs> go along with that limp. Yeah. I thought about it. Oh, my God. All the happiest hour shots are available. We will deliver them right to you uh, with haste. Oh you go to radradio.com and you go to the stupid store. Super store. And you can get your happiest hour shots. Now, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's show, Graham. Justin wrote in because we finally got the uh, official announcement of the Fantastic Four movie uh, for uh, summer of 2025. Uh, Pedro Pascal will star as uh, well, Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, but uh, And uh, Kyle was asking about who's playing the woman because remember in the, the 05 and 07 ones it was Jessica Alba. And it's now it's uh, who, who's the broad because we uh, we knew her from some oh she I don't know the love interest for Joaquin Phoenix in Napoleon I didn't see that but anyways yeah, yeah. Um, but as Justin said I don't care who's in the cast in my hum- humble opinion no one will ever beat Jessica Alba in spandex yeah. <laughs> hard to do no. uh, now if you watch us live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com during commercial breaks we put up a question of the day you email in your answers we save them for the end of the live show. Uh, what was today's question, Brando? What is the best prank you've ever experienced or planned, and why? Um, so we got this note from Dorian. Hey, Dorian. I did this exact thing uh, when I was eight. Dorian says, when I was around the age of 12 on April Fool's Day, I decided to switch out the sugar for the salt. Knowing the first thing my parents looked forward to every morning was getting up and grinding up beans to make a freshly brewed pot of coffee. Mm-hmm. As an adult, however, I now realize just how messed up it was. It must have been infuriating taking that first precious sip and just getting a mouthful of salty coffee. I understand now why they were so pissed off and I never pranked them again. (laughs) Yeah, but hopefully your kids do it to you. (laughs) I I did it to my dad. And uh, he, he, was, he, he brought his coffee out. He was sitting on the other end of the, the, the table. My mom was still in the bathroom getting ready for the day. And he puts out the coffee and he puts the coffee. Uh... <laughs> and I go, April Fools. And he said, very good, son. Very good. <laughs> That's nope. it? That's it? No oh. getting pissed off. Oh, wow. my gosh. Because he, it's, like, it's April Fool's Day. Your oh, cool. father in the 70s was a unicorn. That is fantastic. Dumped out the coffee and uh, asked me where the sugar was. I said, what's, what's where the salt was, vice versa. And okay, very good. And he had me come over and, and trade him out, and that was it. I would have got a whooping. Yeah, I would have been grounded for sure. Oh, grounded and a whooping. Have you ever, as an adult, oh though, God. tried salt in your coffee? No. 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 Is it good? It's terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we got this one from Christine, another April Fool's-related prank. This Because your question wasn't related, right? It didn't have no, to be on April Fool's. Okay. Just prank. She says, when I was in high school and editor of my yearbook, <coughs> dork. <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> what if you're the sports editor? Totally cool. I was. Right, okay, cool. cool. I was the sports editor and then the editor-in-chief of the school paper. Oh, you guys. Totally cool. <laughs> Uh, my yearbook editor and I played a big April Fool's prank on the yearbook class. We even had the vice principal in on it. Well, yeah, because vice principals have nothing else to do. They're like the vice president. They're like, I'm bored as hell. I'll help you prank these rats. They suspend you. I don't nah. know why. The vice president in my high school got me out of so much trouble. It was a fantastic. Yeah, yeah they, they were, you always just grease them a little bit. Hey, here's yeah. a beef stick out of my mom's refrigerator. I'll, I'll build you a website, and you can just let me get out of class whenever I want. I just, I, I didn't even realize we had a vice principal. I wasn't at school much. <laughs> It shows. I got in trouble by the teachers. We had played it off that every picture in our yearbook had been somehow mixed up and switched with a neighboring school. 
We had convinced the whole class that everything had to be reprinted and the yearbooks would be late. We told them that we would have to work on the fix and possibly deliver the yearbooks to the students' houses. We told them that this could bleed at least three weeks into their summer vacation. They believed us, and some even started to cry. When they walked into our production room, April Fool's was written on the whiteboard, and all was known. Oh, man. I got to prank my vice vice principal a few times. One in particular got him really good. So I worked at a pizza restaurant, and I had, for lunch, gotten that restaurant to deliver to my school to drop off food. Vice principal comes out, is upset that I'm having a driver come to the campus to deliver me food, and I get a little talking to, told not to do it again. So what do I decide to do? I go to my work, and I come back with probably 15 to 20 boxes that are just empty. And I walk right by the vice principal holding all of them. And she goes, um, excuse me, Kyle, come here. And then fingers me to come over like oh this. Like, oh, you know, hello. with the finger motion. Oh, sorry. So I, was I, was like, never, I was never fingered by my vice principal. <laughs> she makes the motion with her fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tells me to come over. And then she's like, what did I tell you? Like, you're not allowed to have delivery. Why are you carrying that many? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you want a slice? Mm-hmm. And I open the box and nothing's in there. And the campus <laughs> cops over there rolling in laughter. And then they all team up and tell me to go prank the campus monitor. So nice. like, go pretend like you're ditching class and you're coming back with all these pizzas. So okay. I, got, I got two birds with one stone. That was a That's cool awesome. reaction by them. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was actually because I would want to like throw them in a closet. If I was that vice principal after I told him not to, you would want to. This is what he does. He comes back a student in a closet. Okay. After spanking him with a a ruler. Not nowadays, but I'm envisioning me then, right at the age I was, and he was in high school. Get in the closet. Were you thrown in a closet? (laughs) Jesus. Me? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bad things happen to girls in closets too. Would I actually do (laughs) that to somebody? No, but it's Um, funny to say. No name on this one says we were given a gift from the extended family that came in a gift bag with a creepy cat on the bag. My wife and I both comically gushed over how creepy this cat gift bag was, more so than the gift. So then we started the prank train. I put the creepy gift cat bag strategically placed in the back seat so she would see it when she looked in her rearview mirror during the drive to work. And from there, we would trade off leaving this cat bag in frequent areas, like the pantry, the closet, on top of the toilet, the shower. It became a game to surprise the other with this creepy cat gift bag, and it is still in rotation today, 10 years later. The level both my wife and I go to for the prank is endless, and I am the most recent to be pranked, as she placed it in my golf bag for this last weekend's Sunday golf round, and I didn't see it until the fourth hole, right in front of all of my buddies. Total comedy. Well done, honey. Game on. <laughs> I love that it's been around for 10 years. <laughs> it's a very sturdy bag. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff wrote in and said, Rob, this is amazing. You're eating Del Taco live on the air. Foot warts and butt cramps are being discussed. <laughs> And you're still killing the competition. You guys never disappoint. The Mixed Pick Sports Show begins in moments on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. For the rest of you, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Darn. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. ta Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. <laughs> so long, stink town. Well, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless 
the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.